Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. This is Mr. Nice, and you are listening to The Griffin Rundown, a weekly podcast for HCA. Hope that you're listening together on the way to school this morning. This week, today, we're going to talk about uh, upcoming events at Heritage. We're going to reference speech meet again. I'm going to give an update on the charter and the construction renovation uh, process up at Pepper Pike. Of course, we'll do a joke of the week. And then the interview at the end of today is with Mr. and Mrs. Hatterberg as uh, they're going to be sharing with us some of the history and vision for the rhetoric school at Heritage. So that's today. Let's dig in with upcoming events and calendar items. Thursday, February 1st, this week, students are encouraged to wear their blue HCA spirit wear and attend the basketball games at Peninsula against Medina Christian at 4.30 p.m. Uh, Feel free, students, you're encouraged to make signs and and come ready to cheer on our Griffins. The boys and girls are both having great basketball seasons and with a lot of exciting endings. And and I think actually the girls are are yet undefeated in, in their basketball season. Thursday is also early dismissal for all academy students. So be aware of that uh, and check your newsletters for um, those times. Um, There are also several fundraisers happening this week to benefit the the 7th and 8th grade Washington, D.C. trip this year. So check your campus newsletters for, for more information. February 7th is a study center preview day in Peninsula. So again, I I would encourage you to tell your friends about this. You've heard me say multiple times, we can advertise all we want in various media, and we do, um, but it is the personal touch of a friend, a neighbor, a colleague, a family member who tells them about the wonderful experience their children are having at Heritage that that leads them to, to come and check us out. So thank you for sharing. And then speech meet for first through sixth grade is coming on February 8th. Please continue to practice the selection with your children at home. And again, we recognize that speech meet is intimidating for some students, but we also recognize and affirm that it's a great opportunity to shepherd our children and to help them to prepare, to stand in front of others, to speak thoughtfully and winsomely. This is preparation for life. So again, that's coming. Speech meet is February 8th. We also have uh, another admissions event. There is a panel night that will be at Pepper Pike. This is for new families to come and and ask questions of current staff and current parents of uh, students in the upper school and then also a a few students. So, hey, tell tell friends and and neighbors that might be interested in sending their, their older children to Heritage. There is a panel night coming. This is February 12th. It's also up on our website on the admissions page, so you can direct people there. Also, then finally, for admissions events, there's an early childhood preview day in Bainbridge on February 21st. So again, you can point folks to to that event, and it's also up on our website on the admissions page. Again, I want to point you to these weekly prayer times. I know monthly there's praying moms and praying dads at the campuses. And then again, Wednesday afternoon, there's an opportunity to hop on Zoom and be praying for the school. And for those that can't make that time, there's a Tuesday evening call at 9 p.m., which super encouraging to see the growing traction and the number of parents that are hopping on that call to be praying for Heritage, to be praying for our children. So I would encourage you, uh, that one was specifically designed for, hey, Lord willing, the kids are, are largely in bed 
and um, we're tired, but we also know praying for our school is important and our children. So I would encourage you to come. The links are in the newsletters. An update about the Pepper Pike construction. I was there earlier this week and um, with a few of the other principals and we were showing around the a few of the local municipality police departments and fire departments. They're, are, they're largely already familiar with the grounds and the buildings, but did a, did a walk on the grounds and did a walk through many of the buildings, making sure they knew where children were going to be and, and just creating that open dialogue like we have with municipalities that we currently exist in. So that was really encouraging. And while we're giving a tour, we went into one of the buildings and we saw doors off. We saw things ripped out of classrooms. So things are happening officially in Pepper Pike, which I'm very happy to report. And uh, again, I think it's only going to ramp up. They, they continue to tell me more hammers are going to be swinging yet in January. So we're praising the Lord for progress in Pepper Pike. And then the hymn of the week is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. I'd recommend finding it, finding a link somewhere, singing along with your children. What a What a great song to get stuck in your head to turn our eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face. Hey, I've been getting a few questions about busing and the logistics and all those things. Please know that this is very much top of mind. I know we don't have a final answer to give yet of, hey, what time is the bus leaving and what time is it getting back? And um, there are, uh, as you can imagine, there are several components that are playing off of each other. And so we are actively working to pin this down because we want to give you firm answers too, or at least a very near range of when we expect bus is going to leave and get back. So um, it's top of mind. It is not off the radar. It is not forgotten. And we anticipate getting that answer to you all very soon. And, and thank you for your grace and charity with us as we seek to get those answers back to you. We know they're important. And then again, just a charter update. I want to let you know a few things if, if you missed last week, the podcast last week, I shared that the previous Friday uh, on the 19th, we submitted hundreds of pages of documents to the state. And so they have all that they need from us. And we await word back from them of clarification on various items. But um, so thankful to be in this space. I think I also asked you to pray about recently getting occupancy permits for a few of our different locations. Happy to report also that we've made tremendous strides there that for both Northfield and Peninsula. The, the state needs to see particular kind of occupancy permits. So I've been working with both of those municipalities and uh, we've made great headway at both locations in the last two weeks, such that we anticipate that we're going to have both of those documents that we need uh, in the next uh, within the month. So very thankful for that update. And I, and I do uh, encourage you to continue praying for the school in this season where we're seeking to get the charter done and, you know, we're doing all that we can, but now we wait for the state and wait for that feedback. And um, so we're, we're praying that the Lord would continue to pave the way and to provide as he has been. So thank you for joining in, in praying for the school. Well, and now it's time for your favorite segment and mine. It's the joke of the week. And I'm happy to welcome in one individual who is often sort of funny. This is head principal of Heritage, Mr. Bond. Good morning, Mr. Nice. Good morning, Heritage. 
I am back to redeem myself. Back in the fall, you put me on the spot and asked for a joke, and I could not think of anything. So I want you all to know that my dad bought me a joke book for Christmas this year because he was embarrassed for me. So I'm ready. Dad knew you needed it. That's right. That's right. So I'm ready to go. Are you ready, Mr. Neese? I would love to hear your joke, Mr. Bond. Okay. What did the teddy bear say when he was offered dessert? Mm-hmm. No, thanks. I'm stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and that one came right out of your book, Mr. Bond. Is that right? Straight from my book that I'm reading right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's technically if uh, you're a dad and your dad gave it to you. So this is like a double dad joke. It's the epitome of dad jokes. That's perfect. That's right. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with us today? Anything else going on in life? Well, we're super excited that we have passed the first semester mark, and it's hard to believe the school year is halfway over uh, as we look ahead at finishing out the rest of the school year. Um, lots of great things are happening at Heritage, and um, come out to our Spirit Day on Thursday, February 1st, at the Peninsula campus. So whether you attend the Bainbridge campus or you attend the Northfield campus, come out, wear your blue out heritage spirit wear on Thursday and then come out at 4.30 for the girls game, 5.30 for the boys game. Bring your signs and your banners. Come cheer on our Griffins. They're having a great season. Um, so we'd love to see a full house um, in the gym at Peninsula this Thursday night. All right. Hey, I like that. And, and decked in heritage blue. Is that that's right? right? Yep, that's right. Super good. Well, Mr. Bond, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your uh, sometimes funny jokes and everything you do to point our kids to Jesus. Well, thanks. Glad to be here. If anyone ever needs a joke, just swing by my office and I'm well <laughs> equipped with 151 hilarious jokes and riddles that I can share with you all. Amen. All right, Mr. Bond, thanks so much. Thank you. And now I'm very happy to transition and welcome onto the podcast, Mr. Hatterberg and Mrs. Hatterberg. You, many of you already know Mr. Hatterberg. He has been in a few different roles at Heritage over the last several years, starting as a, an assistant principal. Mr. Hatterberg is now the, the principal of the Rhetoric School, and uh, he spends his days at the Northfield campus with our oldest students. And uh, Mrs. Hatterberg is in her first year at the school this year as the campus coordinator at the Northfield campus. So what a treat for Mr. and Mrs. Hatterberg to be able to work together and, and partner together to be able to shepherd our students and, and point them to Jesus in all things. As one who has a student in the rhetoric school, I'm very thankful for the leadership and for the heart of Mr. and Mrs. Hatterberg in shepherding our children to know and to love the Lord Jesus as their greatest treasure. So without further ado, let's welcome Mr. and Mrs. Hatterberg to the Griffin Rundown. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Hatterberg, welcome to the Griffin Rundown. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what a joy to have you on the episode today. Um, and what a treat having Team Hatterberg uh, at Heritage is for us, and what a blessing to the school. Um, can't can't thank the Lord enough for the wisdom, the experience, the heart that that you both are bringing to the whole heritage community, in particular to the rhetoric school the last couple of years. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a great ride so far. <laughs> so um, let's just dive right in then. So I want to ask you guys some questions. We got six or seven questions here today. Um, so the first one, it's it's a softball. Uh, where did 
you each work before you came to Heritage and then and then tag on if you would. And then why did you come here? Uh, great. Yeah, I was at uh, a lot of s several different schools uh, before this. I was a math teacher first. I was the entire math and computer department in Urbana, Iowa for two years before we moved to Cleveland. And Bobette got a job as a music therapist in Cleveland. And so when we got here, I decided to go to Cleveland State full time to get my master's degree in administration. And so I taught part time at the Hebrew Academy of Cleveland, Algebra 1 and Algebra 2 for a year. Uh, and then the following year, I got a job in Solon Middle School. So I had uh, seventh grade math for 10 years. And then I moved down to the office and was assistant principal for 15 years. And then the principal of the seventh and eighth grade building there for the last six. And so it was a good long career in Solon. Uh, but uh, the reason I came to Heritage was because it was just a great opportunity for me to do some type of ministry. I always wanted to do some type of ministry when I retired. And so I guess this is my retirement gig. I have <laughs> enjoyed that. Um, but to be able to uh, work with kids and use scripture, which is profitable for teaching, repro reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. I mean, that's such a gift compared to being able to work in a public school where you feel like any little problem, you're putting a band-aid on a gushing wound. And so mm -hmm. this was also an opportunity for a school that was really growing to bring in my educational and administrative experience and, mm -hmm. and help with those things. And it's been a really exciting opportunity to be on the ground level of the start of the rhetoric school. It's been a very exciting uh, two years of doing that. And plus, I just love the people that I met at HCA. You and the other administrators were so welcoming. And I'm just really excited to be a part of that uh, unified spirit of sacrificial ministry that occurs at HCA. Amen. Yeah, what a, what, uh, <clears throat> what a joy the Hattiebergs are. To have here and and Scott, yeah, the the thirty something years of education, but twenty one years in the front office um, has been a great uh, benefit to us in, in helping to to move the the whole organization forward. So can't say enough about that. So That's thank great. you, and Mrs. Hatterberg. Yeah, so my background, I have a degree in music education and music therapy and worked as a music therapist for a number of years, and then stayed home to raise our kids was fortunate to be home for 18 years with them and was very involved in the school during that time, volunteering and doing whatever I could. And also during that time, earned my certification in biblical counseling and did lay counseling in our church. And then the last 10 years, I've been children's ministry director at our church, Cornerstone Community Church in Mayfield. And Scott and I had always prayed that we would one day be able to retire and serve together in ministry. And so this year when I was approached about the idea of coming along as his helpmate at school, as I am at home, um, <laughs> it just seemed like the right time. And it's been really exciting to be part of Heritage. I got to see his first couple of years here and really get to know the people and the vision of Heritage. And so I knew when I took this job that I would be full steam ahead and doing whatever I could to help make his vision happen, help make the board's vision happen at the Rhetoric School. Um, and so that's very much my role to just be his assistant. This year, I'm also a little bit of a campus coordinator here at our Northfield campus. Um, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, so thankful. And and Bobette's uh, would never say this, you know, publicly, but um, she is 
efficiency embodied and organization embodied. And so, um, boy, what a treat to be able to hand something off and yep, get it, got it. And, and it's done about an hour later. So, um, great, you know, heritage is the great beneficiary of, of the two for one with, with Hatterberg's here. So, well, that's kind. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, my next question, I think we just said it, at least Bob, uh, at least Mrs. Hatterberg just said it. Um, Mr. Hatterberg, did we say what your what your role is now? Did we officially give your title? I don't think so. I'm the principal of the rhetoric school this year. So last year when we started it, I was kind of in charge, but still was the assistant principal of Dean of Students between mm -hmm. this campus and Peninsula. But this year I'm full time at the rhetoric school as principal. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, then. Give us an update on what we're in year two. We're you know, the semester just ended, so we're officially year and a half in at at the high school at the Rhetoric School. So, um, what do you want to tell us about what's been going on? Well, it's been a really interesting year, even compared to last year. We had nine students in ninth grade last year, and this year we have a total of fifteen students split between two grades, ninth and tenth. And so we've already seen an increase in the kinds of interactions that students and staff can have. We have a few more activities going on just by simply becoming nine, going from nine students to fifteen, and having two teachers teach at once has been exciting too. Uh, but I mean, next year is going to be really exciting because we'll have grades six through 11 combined together at the new campus of Pepper Pike that will form the full upper school. And so we'll go from 15 students in the high school to well over 130, 140 students next year at the upper school. And so the ability to do more programming there, uh, a staff that's centralized at one campus where they don't have to drive between campuses, there's just going to be so many more opportunities for interaction with students between classes, over lunch, at the end of the school day, because we'll go from eight shared or part-time staff to more than 15 full-time staff in one location. So yeah. our academic programming is going to be better. The discipleship of students will happen uh, during the whole day, and we'll have more opportunities for clubs and sports led by our staff members. Uh, for sports, we've had cross country for girls and boys. We had a full girls cross country team. We actually scored in meets, which was exciting. We had six girls running. Um, but next year, we're hoping to potentially offer volleyball and basketball and track. We might even do track this spring for the high school students. And so there's just a lot of explosive things that are happening just because of the sheer number of students we're going to have. Uh, we'll have clubs right. that will expand as well. Um, we've done lots of field trips too. We've done Boston to ninth, for the ninth graders last year. This year, the ninth graders and 10th graders are going to Williamsburg. And so we do look forward to uh, just the senior trip that we have told them we're taking them to Italy. So with all these things, there's just lots of excitement for the rhetoric school going on. Well, that's really good. Uh, Mr. Hatterberg, do you want to take uh, 15 seconds and give a shameless plug for the athletic director? Oh, yeah, sure. We are looking for an athletic director. So if you have sports of uh, sports background and you are interested in helping us out with scheduling and and all those things, I would be very grateful. I've been acting athletic director for the last three years and it's been very fulfilling, but there's a lot going on with the new high school and the new campus and everything. So we could use some help. So if you're interested in applying, please do. 
Yeah, and what a great opportunity for with the scheduling and, and also just leading and, and shepherding both the athlete, the student athletes and their families and, um, you know, opportunity to help shape and, and form characters as they're competing and practicing. And um, yeah, we're, we're looking for the right man or woman. Um, Definitely. That's right. Hey, good, good updates there. Um, so you, Mr. Hatterberg, you mentioned discipling uh, in, in your last mm-hmm. answer there. I'm wondering either, either one of you just talk about um, intentional ways that, that you've been discipling both students. And I know you're also working to working with the parents that, you know, you've, you have adult children and grandchildren now, so you have a, a perspective further down the line than than the parents in the rhetoric school too. So maybe would you share some of the ways you've been discipling the whole community there? Sure. Yeah. Well, obviously convocation is important for us. And it's been really nice to do things with the rhetoric school students as that age level only. Uh, you can up the ante a little bit in things that you're talking about. Uh, we can uh, talk about the portrait of a graduate because we will have graduates. Um, it's a very exciting time that we can just build into students' lives for a quick five to seven minutes each day and get them prepared after spending uh, time with Jesus. It's an awesome thing. Uh, we have a rhetoric seminar that meets twice a month, and we've done different things uh, during that time. Uh, we've done biblical wisdom. Uh, we've talked about how to put off sin and put on righteousness. We've brought in an author, my former uh, head pastor at my church, to, to work with the kids in that, how to understand emotions from a biblical perspective. But we also do things like entrepreneurship and personal finance. So that's a, a time that we can uh, really develop into our students, our, our students uh, and intentionally disciple them. Uh, obviously, a smaller school lends itself to more conversations and meetings with students which is good. Uh, our students meet with an adult woman and an adult male that uh, for a mentoring time, two, two times a month as well. And they discuss biblical topics there. And not only that, it's the teachers in the classrooms too. The discipleship that happens in classrooms is immensely important mm-hmm. to their development. And David, you asked about parents. Scott and I have always had just a passion for the family, knowing that it's what God has instituted to raise our kids first and foremost. And so one way we've tried to build into helping disciple parents, since they're the primary disciplers, is we've started a parent information education seminar once a month. We call it PI. And it's just an opportunity for us to invite the parents into the school and to do some kind of a teaching, some kind of a discussion on a topic related to being parents of a teenager. Interestingly, most of our parents, their rhetoric student is their oldest child. And so this is the first time they've lived through the teen years um, as parents. And so we've had um, a seminar on progressive sanctification and how they can, as parents, come alongside their teens and helping them grow in Christlikeness. Um, We've had a seminar on the goal of faithfulness and and our dependency on Christ as we parent. And this month we'll be um, having a topic as we discuss just the increasing freedoms that need to happen and do naturally happen as our kids age and how we balance those freedoms and responsibilities as we still try to train them while they're still under our um, teaching at home. And so we're hopeful that that'll really encourage parents during this season. Um, We also just really have a passion to wanna grow leadership opportunities for the students. Um, and to disciple them and being godly leaders. 
um, to be efficient and effective as leaders, but to have a heart of service um, as a biblical leader. And so we've just been trying to develop different ways to do that. The kids have um, helped plan the Christmas party and planned a benevolence project we did for a person over the Christmas, um, before the Christmas break. And then a student approached us about the idea of having a formal. And so we used that as an opportunity to pull that student in to help develop the idea and now to pull all the students in and helping us um, develop that idea even further as we launch our first annual rhetoric formal on March 2nd um, with all of our rhetoric students and our high school staff as well. Yeah, very exciting. I I love that. And um, I love the initiative from the students of saying, hey, this is something we want. And and I love also that your, your mode is not, sure, let me do that for you. But okay, well, how can we accomplish this? And, and how can you help see this through? So that's, I love the ownership that we're um, asking of the students. Yes, it's a beautiful thing in a small school and a school that's now developing its culture, right? We're new. So it's exciting to see the kids want to build into that themselves. That's super good. Um, well, as as you consider, you know, we're, we're talking about, hey, we're we're really developing a culture here and, and what a great opportunity both for um, the kids, the families and, and the school itself, the administrators to just think of, okay, we, we can develop this to be, um, to have this kind of ethos and, and this kind of heart that's, that we can sense when we walk in here. What are some of the goals and desires that you might have for the rhetoric school? Well, one of the things that we are really trying to get our students to do is to serve. And so we've mentioned some of those, but Obviously, we're, we're helping things go on at the Logic School. We'll be serving at the speech meet, the orators forum that will happen. We will be helping with field day. Uh, we're, we're greeters at the Pepper Pike campus for tours. Mm. Um, so there, there's lots of different things there. We, we've had some students that have assisted at basketball games, helping them to go on. Um, but some of the other goals that we have are just increased opportunities for clubs and sports and leadership, as we've mentioned, that that's really one of our main focuses. And, and one of the main reasons, main ways that Bobbitt is helping me uh, just develop that culture that we want to create for a rhetoric school, um, especially the leadership opportunities. We're talking about, do we do some type of student council here in the near, near future? We yeah. were so small last year, it didn't even seem to make sense to have representation from the student body when it was nine <laughs> students. But when we're 140 students, yes, we want representation from you. And we want that to be a catalyst for them developing ways to serve, ways to, to become leaders and, and to, to listen to their, their um, constituents kind of and at the rhetoric school to earn the right to represent them and make speeches and present things to the administration. So we're very excited about that sort of thing. Um, the other thing that we're really working on is the increasing the academic offerings that are offered. Mm. Obviously when you have shared teachers, you're kind of um, hamstrung as far as how many courses you can offer to students and electives. But now that we're going to have all of these teachers at one place, one of the huge benefits is being able to offer more electives to our students, especially the upperclassmen as they go into 11th and 12th grade. We'll be able to focus on their desires of what they want to learn about, uh, whether it be in art, whether it be in business, personal finance, those sorts of things. So I'm very excited to schedule teachers into 
areas where these students really want to learn and, and explore various career and academic areas that they haven't been able to before. That's, that's really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for your vision for that of, uh, Hey, these are the things that we know our kids want to get. This is the core curriculum, but we also want to hear from you of t- tell us the interests that you have and, and let's see how we can work to, to meet those. So right. that's good. Um, well, hey, we sent out an announcement not long ago, maybe a month ago, I think shortly before Christmas, that we've added a um, a veteran to our team in the realm of guidance. So would you guys share a little bit about Ann Johns and, and maybe her background and, and the value that she's going to be adding to our upper school? Yes. David, when you said we could get someone part-time to work in academic and college counseling, I don't know if you remember this, but the first thing I said is I know who I need to call. And Ann Johns was the one. I actually taught her twin boy and girl uh, when I was a teacher, uh, seventh grade math. So I've known Ann for 30 years and uh, her kids actually uh, live in the Pepper Pike area, both of them. So there's a great connection there when she joins us in Pepper Pike next year. Uh, But she comes with a wealth of information right off the top of her head, a wealth of experience. Uh, She was the um, head of the guidance department at a local school that is very successful. And um, she has really helped us develop our graduation requirements, what we want to offer to students, how that fits in with the state of Ohio's graduation requirements and um, what testing we need to do. Uh, She's also going to run our College Credit Plus program, which is a great offering for our high school students to be able to pick up some college credit in some classes that they take. And so we actually have a meeting in January where she's going to be speaking to the parents and the students about that. And so this year she's working with us one day a week and uh, next year she'll be working two days a week and she's just going to develop that counseling program and work alongside parents and students as they explore the college admissions process. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just going to be a wonderful addition. She's got a great attitude and just really wants to serve and get to know the students. And uh, she's a fine uh, Christian woman as well with the same values that we have. And so it's very exciting Mm -hmm. to work with her uh, after all those years. Even just the few weeks that she's been here, she's just already really starting to connect to the students and the staff. And um, I heard her comment in the hall last week. She's a runner. She has, uh, used to be a cross-country coach, but she still runs. And um, she said, I can't wait to run with some of the girls next fall. So that's the kind of person oh, she, she's just going to be all in, even though she's going to be very part-time. She will be all in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Yeah, she she is delightful. And, and just the fact that she ran a successful guidance department and then actually started the guidance department and built it up to a team of five or six over the last uh, six or seven years at, at a different private school. So um, right. she, she has all of the experience and the knowledge. And- oh, I just think that it's a very exciting time for Heritage as we continue to grow and expand and we have a a settled campus for the upper school at Pepper Pike. It's going to draw students from a new area up that 271 corridor. In fact, uh, our church in uh, Mayfield Heights, uh, Cornerstone Community Church, we now have several kids at our church that are part of Heritage and several teachers from our church that are part of Heritage. So I'm sure that that 
will just continue to grow. And we're both very excited to be a part of that growth and, uh, and to be settled in that Pepper Pike location and welcoming families and students and continue to partner with our, our families. It's a very exciting time for us. I think as I've gotten to know Heritage and gotten to know the people who've been here for a, a really long time and who've had the vision of the school, it's exciting to see how God has answered so many prayers um, mm -hmm. to bring us to this point in time and to only imagine what God is going to do in the hearts and lives of the students and the staff and the parents as we just continue to grow all the programming and as we move to whatever next step the Lord has planned for us. Um, so exciting to see. Scott, would you share um, <clears throat> your phone call, uh, the, the pertinent piece of the phone call when you called Ann Johns and what she said back to you? Yeah, that, that was a very cool phone call. I As soon as we had that meeting, I called her right away and she answered right away. And I told her, here's what we're thinking. We are going to start a counseling program at our school and we're going to need someone to step in and develop that program and uh, increase it as our numbers continue to increase. And she says, Scott, I can't believe you're calling right now. I had just said to one of my uh, counseling buddies at my school, We've been here seven years. We've developed the counseling program from nothing. And now we have four counselors that we're working with. We think our job is done here. I wonder what's next. And that was like the same day that I called. And she said, I just can't believe this has to be of the Lord. Of course, I'll come and work with you. And so uh, it was a very exciting phone call for her and for us because it's going to be a great partnership. Amen. Yep. A testament to as as Bobette as Bobette was just sharing, um, watching the Lord answer prayers and provide for heritage before we'd even started asking. So, right, um, yep, praise God for His provision. Well, like I said earlier, uh, so thankful for you both for your wisdom, for your godliness, and for your leadership in in establishing the Rhetoric School and. And, and all the exciting that's coming as, as we're establishing the full upper school at Pepper Pike. So uh, we praise the Lord for you and um, look forward to what he has coming for us. That's right. We praise the Lord for this opportunity as well. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Griffin Rundown. As always, it's a pleasure to partner with you to cultivate our children to be lifelong learners who think and live for the glory of Christ. We'll be back again next Tuesday. <laughs>